Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Kieran, can you say Rob Beckett? Rob Beckett. And can you say Josh Widdicombe? Josh Widdicombe. Well done, sweetheart. It's quite sweet, actually. That was very, that was very efficient, weren't they? They, they seem nice. Hello, here's our attempt at the intro. We thought this would be a good one for Rob to guess as where we are from. I think she's from Britain and the daughter, I think they, they has moved to Canada and the child is half English, half Canadian. When you said Britain, you were correct, but also I got really excited because you were th- the first three letters were correct. Correct. Br- Brighton. Oh, Bristol. But why does the daughter sound like that? I now live in sunny Tampa Bay, Florida. Oh, okay. North America. Kieran, who has a Southern American accent. Thank you for the amazing podcast. Listen to every episode and always helps me feel close to home. Lauren Rosario. Lauren Rosario. I bet Rosario's because she's married to an American. That's an American name, isn't it? I, I, I've got no I've got no idea, Josh. But very, that, they treated that like homework. Yes. It's time that you let me and the listeners know about your holiday. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you know what? Because yeah. I don't want to be a stiff neck, Rob. Go on. But I thought I'd You're start. Do this I just thought I'd start with a reading from a book. Okay. Okay. Is he? Is he? Um. All right, Michael. Okay. I'm going to start with a reading from a book. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That I, th- I think really um sums it up. The holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Page 191. Okay. Uh, this is from Parenting How. <laughs> okay. Rob Beckett. On holidays, don't bother until your youngest is at least four years old. End of chapter. <laughs> yes, I, that, that's one of my greatest quotes. I stand by that. <laughs> Do you know how often I thought about that quote in the last week, Rob? <laughs> so, um, are you saying I was wrong, or did you agree? <laughs> oh, Rob. Oh, Rob. <laughs> you know, you play the fool, but you're not, are you? You're the- <laughs> <laughs> so, so you a two-year-old and a five-year-old, correct? Yeah. Okay. So we were cocky. Yeah. I would say we said a lot of stuff like, God, because he, he watches a lot of TV at home, Rob, I'll admit it. Okay. <laughs> uh, and we bought him an iPad, as we discussed, and we yeah. were like, God, do you remember last year when we had to like keep entertaining him on the plane? This year, just pop the old iPad out. It's going to be fucking piece of piss, mate. <laughs> nope. Nope. Because... The thing is, Rob, oh, and actually, while we're still in Blighty, let me t- talk to you about the two days leading up to the the uh, event, because I think when Rose comes on here again, they'll, she'll want to dispute this. <laughs> she put two days aside for packing, Rob. Two days? Two days. Two days oh, aside for packing. Okay. That's, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a fair amount. Um, I, I, when you've got kids on holiday, a day to get the stuff you need and then a day to pack it. But two entire days, is this? Well, not. she just said she didn't want to be rushed on it. So I think that's a good decision, though. You don't want to do any longer and sooner. Yeah. And she, kept, she repeatedly said to me, it's all right for you. You don't have to pack for the kids. Overlooking the fact she's 
been stressed about packing on every holiday we've gone since we got together 10 years ago. Even you know without I mean? kids, she'll yeah, be stressed. Without kids, yeah. Yeah. What stresses her about it? She, does she ask, is she an outfit every day? The fear person? that she's going to forget the toothpaste, get to Greece, and they, there will just be no toothpaste in Greece. Because <laughs> yeah, they, they're known for that. They're actually, it's actually <laughs> against their culture and religion oh, yeah. to brush their teeth in Greece. Yeah. But it's actually banned. And if you don't bring a sun hat, there's just nowhere <laughs> sourcing one at a resort. And if you, if, you, if you forget your swimming trunks, yeah, no chance, you know. No and chance. If you don't pack those biscuits, there will not be biscuits. <laughs> there won't be biscuits. <laughs> oh. Uh, I, I did my packing. I, I don't know if it helped the situation. I packed in 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but your clothes are quite small, aren't they? <laughs> quite easy to pop them in a bag. So all you've got to do is get seven of everything. It's a piece of fucking piss. <laughs> I can count to seven. Seven pants. Seven pairs of socks. Do you only do seven pants? What if you have a sweaty day? And you're going out in the evening. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Rob. I'm going commando for the day because of the swim shorts. Right. So okay. if anything, those pants aren't getting a full full run out. True, correct. And socks. You don't need socks. It's only socks, really, Rob. I came back with two pairs of socks, still in the ball, straight back in the drawer. <laughs> right, so, I so, love packing. I love it. And I love I love fitting all the stuff in and it feels snug. I said to Rose, and she said, this was weird. You're a strange little man, are you? <laughs> yeah, well, wait for this. I said to Rose. I would love to be a pair of socks in a suitcase. I'd absolutely love it. <laughs> Where do you put? Do you put them in the shoes, the socks, or so? no? I tuck them into the little hole. I do the big items, and then I tuck the whole socks in the little holes, and they're so snug. It looks like I, I said to Rose when we got there first night, and I was like, "Do you know what I'm going to think about while we go to sleep? So, I'm going to imagine that I'm a pair of socks in a suitcase, and I was out like a bloody light." Is that your dirty talk. <laughs> dirty socks um, I think though in Lou and Rose's and most other people's oh, yeah. defence yeah. yeah. one packing for kids is a nightmare but also on top of that we travel so much so yeah. we are used to packing an overnight bag or four or five nights away where most people don't go away that much so we've become like George Clooney in Up in the Air have you seen that film? yeah I love that film you love the suitcase packing that's what you loved yeah 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 exactly cosy as hell so cosy a, a pair of socks <laughs> So, so did you actually think about being socks in a suitcase when you went to sleep? For about the 30 seconds before I was out like a light, mate. <laughs> great, Try it. Great technique. Try it. I'm sleeping on my back now. Are Can, you? Because well, we, we moved, and uh, apologies, it's still a bit echoey in my office. The soundproofing stuff's coming. I've had to take down the, you know, my coat I put on a light? I've had to take that down because um, I turned the lights on and after 10 minutes I could smell burning and I turned around and my <laughs> coat was on fire. <laughs> because you shouldn't put coats Why? on light. Why didn't that happen mid-podcast? <laughs> we didn't fuck. That is the greatest regret I will always have. You can see that burn there. Oh, my word. No. Oh, Rob. Oh, no. It's you can still wear it. What's that? Oh, yeah. yeah. It didn't go through. Also... If it did go through, well, a lovely little story at the pub. If it's, a bit, exactly. if it's not kicking exactly. on. Maybe we're there. We're not drinking. We've just had a coffee. And I go, hey, what? This is that coat, that bird. Look at the back. Nearly went through. Yeah. It didn't. Oh, that's nice. So why are you sleeping on your back? So, because I'm so tired. Are you pregnant? No, because, right, so I'm doing, at the moment, I'm doing, because I've got a lot of office space work. I'm doing the school run. So I leave the house. Yeah. Take the kids to school. It takes half an hour. Me and Lou are quite chilled about that. Lou, had been, Lou has been worried about it for about a year. 
it's absolutely fine as anything anticipation worse than participation yeah. and then i've been going straight to the office and then getting home and then when i get home there's normally something to build or unpack so like, i did a sofa bed last night with lou oh yeah um it really does test the relationship doesn't yeah. it building yeah. a sofa bed for my parents to come and stay oh so there's not even anything for Lou at the end of it that she wants. It's like when they you know, like when a prisoner's made to dig their own grave. That's a similar situation. <laughs> no, because when my parents come and stay, it's normally for babysitting. So it's oh, a yeah. very useful service they provide. And yeah. I bought them a brand new sofa bed that they can use. And it's also a nice room for the kids to spend time in. Because yeah. the key with the spare room in your house is make it nice, but not too nice. Because you don't want them there forever. I would say our spare room, Rose's mum, Sam, uh, who I'm not saying that that, that has happened, but it's, it's now called Sam's room. Yeah, the girls call it nanny and granddad's room. Yeah, yeah. Even though they've not even stayed in it yet. But, um, but I've been so tired because I've sort of been up early doing the school run and then out all day, then come home and do something till about 10 or 11. I've just been laying down like that and just on my back, just shut my eyes and then just, and then I shut my eyes and I wake up and it's 6.30am again and I'm up. Oh. I think I just get up at 6.30am now. I've given up on having a lion. Well, do you know what? Because we've, we've had, we've had a, a bedtime, wake-up time thing because obviously we've come back from Greece and it's two hours difference. Yes. So Rose's friend was out there, coincidentally, with her husband. And he was, it still is, I imagine, it's only five days ago, yeah. ripped. He right. looks fucking incredible. Oh, that's horrible, isn't it? When your your wife's friend's husband's ripped. No, it was very. It was he was a very nice man, but yeah, it did. No, make hard, me, no, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's a horrible. Made me hate, you know, I know. It made me no, hate but, my own body. Hate yeah, my own yeah, body. But, and you said, oh, "Fucking hell, mate, give me a chance." Yeah, he was incredibly ripped. Yeah, and uh, it turned out he was getting up at six a.m. every morning to do um, what's that thing Joel Domit does. Oh, CrossFit. CrossFit. So he does. He, he got up at 6 a.m. every morning to do CrossFit. And it, it pays off. It pays it off. It pays off. And so we were like, when we get home, we can just do, because we get, each go to the gym once a week. Yep. Rose goes twice to personal trainer. I go once. All I need to do is get up two mornings a week and do the gym yep. at 6 a.m. That's all I need to do. Then I'm going three times a week. That, and that's a mate. That's, that's, that's great. You're a gym guy now. Yeah. You don't go once a week. You are in the gym. I'm in the gym three times a week. I'm a gym guy. So Rose says, day one. And bear in mind, we're on Greek time here. So our 6 a.m. is 8 a.m. Are you talking about me? She said she can hear me talking about her. <laughs> Hello? Shouldn't she, she unpacking? She was very tired, she wants to say. <laughs> She's going to the gym later today. She said she was getting up for the gym at 6 a.m., which was 8 a.m. Greek time, which was the time we were living on. 6 a.m. comes... Rose doesn't get up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. The kids get up. Yeah. I get up. Yeah. Rose gets up at 7.30. <laughs> so it was Rose's, Rose was supposed to be going to the gym at yep. 6 a.m. with the really fit yep. guy. No, not with the really fit guy. <laughs> so also, was it, is this back home? Back home. Back home, right. And so the first day of the 6 a.m. gym club. Yeah. You get up with the kids and Rose sleeps till half seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, but you know, there's more opportunities. But do you know what, Rob? Because yeah. I'm so zen these days. Yeah. I'm incredibly zen. I found it funny, whereas previously I'd have been fucking livid. But why would you have been livid? Because I was angry at the world, Rob. <laughs> no, no, but like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's Because I blamed me. everyone else for my own issues. 
that, that'll be it. That'll be <laughs> it. <laughs> and I had no inner peace. Those that's some of the reasons. Yeah. You hated yourself, but you blamed everyone else for it. I hated myself, but I blamed everyone else. Yeah, that, that was the reason. And there was just moving targets of people to blame. And that day exactly. would have been Rose exactly. didn't go to the gym. It had no impact on you. Unfortunately for Rose, she was in the crosshairs quite a lot because I lived with her. <laughs> Look, unfortunately, she was not in the CrossFit gym at 6am, just in the crosshairs. <laughs> Um, anyway, we digress. We digress. So we get the flight. He does not want to sit down for the flight. Right. My two-year-old. Yeah. He doesn't want to sit down for that. I've written, I've written notes here because I thought rather than give you the whole holiday, I'll just give you the first day. <laughs> okay. I think that's an easier way. I got some quite panic texts off you. Yeah, you got one from Rose saying the holiday was ruined, I seem to remember. Yeah, that was quite, that was on day one. Yeah, it did pick up. So I won't tell you about when it picked up. I'll um, just tell you about the first day. Europe doesn't want to watch an iPad. They want to walk up and down the plane and grab. Totally, him. Rob. Did he have his own seat or now? Or was he still in your lap? Yes, which he didn't want to sit in. <laughs> so, oh yeah. And let's add this to the plane journey, Rob. Our plane got moved to an earlier time. Right. Meaning we had to get up to get the plane at 3 a.m. So what? <laughs> What time was the flight before? Like a couple of hours later, we were getting a taxi from home at 3.30. Who did you fly with? Uh, your, your friend's BA. Absolutely fucking classic. <laughs> <laughs> Who, to be fair, were very nice to me, but... Well, they, were, um, they just, fucking moved your flight out forward to two hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, on the plane, he just, I've just written the next note is plane. He just wouldn't stop moving around, Rob. He was just too excited. And so, and this was to become my kind of, basically my holiday, particularly during meal times. Mm. Meal times is the key one. And that's probably the best bit of the holiday in a way, isn't it? That relaxing. Well, no, it's not. No, but that, that was, was the worst bit. Though. Yeah, for a good holiday, for a holiday people enjoy. Yeah. And it's not his fault because he doesn't want to sit there for a fucking two course or three course meal. Why would he? Your daughter, is she on the iPad? Yeah. So she'd sit there for a bit, but obviously when he's getting up and running around, it's difficult for her not to want to join him. Yeah. But also she's old enough. She can wander around and play on the sand. Exactly. With him, he's just off. (laughs) And this is the same with the plane. You don't watch Succession, do you? But there's a, there's a character in Succession that's, um, who's like the the kind of the minder of Logan and then latterly Kendall Roy. And he, he's just always walking three or four yards behind them. <laughs> and that's basically the role I had with my son. He, wherever he went, I'm just three or four yards behind him watching him. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. he just wants to go. And then throughout the holiday, he just got faster and faster. <laughs> and so he's just running everywhere. And people were commenting on how fast it's like, he's fast. <laughs> and he's just running and running and running like Forrest Gump. It was unbelievable. <laughs> the moment he finished his food, because when we're at home, he'll finish his food and then he'll go off, right? <laughs> but it doesn't matter because he's in our house. He'll yeah. just go into the other room and play with something or watch something. And you know he's safe. Yeah. But here, suddenly you're... You're wild. There's danger everywhere. It's sharp There's corners. There's danger everywhere. The sea, swimming pools, playgrounds. And he became obsessed with the shop. He just wanted to go to the shop all the time. 
and he, he seemed to wherever we were he seemed to know the route to the shop also hotel shops are so expensive hotel shops are like the cost of living crisis all the time <laughs> you yeah. know it's like all the time that price even when inflation yeah. goes down we had to buy my daughter wanted to buy presents for 12 friends okay I spent over a hundred euros. What? No, that that you've got you you have to say no. Yes, I know. That's too much. Or buy a bag of sweets and give her a lolly each from holiday. But Rob, <laughs> the thing with it was, the other option was she wanted to collect specific shells and stones on the beach with them. It was my last day. I just wanted some time to myself, Rob. <laughs> So you said, let's not collect shells for your friends and go She's to the She's collected shop. some shells. There wasn't enough shell. It was it was going to be a day-long project. Right. Let's okay. just get them those things where they snap on the wrist when you whack them on. <laughs> At five euros a pop. <laughs> you got a load of wrist slappers for the kids. Got a load of wrist slappers. Job done. Just some landfill. Just some plastic landfill. <laughs> just some la- plastic landfill. Now, let me sit. Oh, by the way, this is embarrassing. I took five books. Who the <laughs> fuck do I think I am? <laughs> Did you read any of them? Two. I read two in the evening. They were short. I, I started with the short ones. Two books. That's impressive. Away for a week. Well, he was in Crash 10 till 1. Oh, so you got three hours a day in the kids club yeah where he's in crash and then so he was in 10 to 1 my daughter wasn't that into it but then you've basically you've got me rose and her mum and my daughter yeah and that, so she yeah. can just play on the beach that's what i'm saying over five it's you can read and relax yeah and then also this is some good reading time he'd go for his nap and we had like a sun lounger out the front of our room so someone could yeah how long was he napping for well day one he napped for two and a half hours <laughs> i shouldn't have yeah, done that because then he didn't get to sleep till 11 p.m so basically you're not actually looking after him for five hours a day well, I was, because then he was up till five, really late, so he wasn't doing two and a half hours after that. I'll tell you that for free. That was what you would describe as a huge mistake. Actually, the daytimes were the best part, because you've got the morning where he's in the creche, and then you get a little bit of the nap, but then it was the, the evening meal was just a bit of a write-off. Every meal, lunchtime and evening, breakfast, lunchtime and evening. I would genuinely, there was meals where I think I sat down for... Between 10 and 15 minutes max for the yeah, whole meal. They just wonder, they, as soon as they've eaten, they just want to walk or wander around. And it's fine if they're just going for a walk. The first day, <laughs> it was very frustrating because your whole perception of what's going to happen is collapsing. <laughs> <laughs> that, honestly, it's... I, every, that's the one thing I try and tell everyone with kids. is like, I know it sounds mental that you're not allowed to have... Holiday until your youngest is four years old. You're, you're better off saving your money. Do I'm not saying you can't go anywhere or do anything, but go maybe for a cheaper, like you know, like but a caravan. Static caravans are really good down in like Hampshire yeah. and stuff like that, or something that's on the beach in the UK for a couple of nights here and there, and treat it like oh, do something fun with the kids. And you're better off if you do have anyone that can look after them let them look after them for a couple of nights and get in a quick mini break abroad or something where you'll have more relaxing time in two days than you will in a week with kids. Yeah, well, exactly. But my daughter had a lovely time. She was perfect age for it. He, to be fair, he had a lovely time. He had a fucking brilliant time. He loved the crash. He loved running around. He loved the beach. He had a fucking brilliant time. But as I said to Rose, it's a shame that he's having such a good time and he's the only one who's not going to remember it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is wasted on him. So who's doing the le- the main legwork of you just splitting it with? I suppose her mum's there as well. Could she help a bit as well for the meal? For when he's just running around, it's just relay. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, tagging um, in and out. But that's day one. You're disappointed. Day two and three. It's fine because you're just like you've been to the resort I went to. You know the like that harbour area. Yeah, you're just running around. It's a very nice area. Yeah. So you're just going. Well, this is all right. I'm just walking around of a nice evening around a harbour, chasing up two year old. Hold a little drink. You're not drinking anyway. Wasn't drinking anyway, so I didn't. Wasn't drinking on the holiday at all either. No, no. That's impressive because the holiday beer is my probably favourite beer. Is it? Yeah. When you first get there and sit down at like a little cafe or bar. Yeah. But, yeah, it's good if you're still not, you know, yeah. not doing it. So that was tough. Yeah. That was tough. There was a point, and I'd say Rose spoke for the whole holiday, <laughs> where on the first meal she said the words, this is a living hell. <laughs> it's because the, cause the truth it's is... It's because of the expectation. Yes, ex- that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, because what you do is you work your nuts off. All, and I think this, is, this, this bleeds into a, a bigger point where it's like, all year you go, it'll be fine though, because I'm going to Greece for two weeks or a week yeah. or Spain for a week in August and thingy. It doesn't matter that I'm exhausted and fed up and stressed now because I'll be going yeah. there. And people pin too much hope on this holiday. Totally, and holidays totally. are relaxing and fun because you're not in your house. You're, you're not reminded. But you need to find a balance in your life. So Rose constantly points this out to me mm. that I'll go, don't worry, I've got two weeks off. And then when something happens, like you get COVID at Christmas. Yeah. You're like, but I've been three months staking my time on this. Yeah, exactly. And and then it, and then it builds up to too much, and there's too much pressure on it. You where need, you need an eight, yes, all the time, rather than tens and ones. Because I used the way I used to work was be it like one or two of sort of enjoyment and happiness going. But don't worry, because I'm doing that, and I'm going to get that money in, and then we can go there. And then when I go there, it'll be ten. Yeah, and it's too much. Well, we spoke it's about it last week. You feel too over. sad at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, it's they, you yeah, because you're back. Like the hot bod couple. Yeah. Are they both got hot bods? Uh, he's got. <laughs> this is a tough question for you, isn't it? That, there's no way of answering that. So I've got to. Yeah. Uh, you, can't, you can't comment on your wife's you friend's body. You even you if can't. it's good or there's otherwise. No yeah, yeah, there's yeah. Exactly. No, you, there is no winners here. <laughs> you just have to say no comment. No comment. So. Because you go, no, uh, she's like, oh, yeah, really good body. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing. Yeah, her body's great, actually, yeah. <laughs> Been meaning to tell Rose how great her body. Let's not go into it. <laughs> I want to go into it, but obviously... How about this? Yeah, she's beautiful, but not nearly as beautiful as Rose. Oh, I don't know, I think you should have said no comment, actually. All right, I'll go with no, I'll go with no comment. <laughs> was mental that one that was, a, that, was, that was the worst thing you could have done wasn't oh, okay. no. think for everyone involved it's just a no comment it's the best way yeah. isn't it um anyway <laughs> we were there on their final night oh they passed away <laughs> <laughs> they went home before you then yeah, yeah. and you know they're like the last day of holiday you could feel it in the air do you yes. know what i mean i felt sad for them well, and yeah. so that's why you can't stake too much on holiday i lived when i was when i moved to london I lived with a couple and they were into doing a big holiday a year, but they just started jobs. So basically for 50 weeks a year, they were drinking tap water every night. They were batch cooking. They were not going out. Yeah. You're only living for two weeks a year. Yeah. You can't 
consolidate all of your happiness into two weeks a year. Do you know what I mean? I know that's easy for me to say also because I love my job. Do you know what I mean? So that's yes. an easy thing to say. Do you love it, all of it? So anyway, the holiday. <laughs> no, but I, when I used to, I used to do this, a job I really didn't like. And I, I remember once coming home from a holiday and I was so sad because it was basically you go on holiday and you sort of block it all out, don't you? Like, yeah, I don't, that's not my job anymore. And you're like, oh, this time. And people say, oh, this time, what would you be doing now? I'd be doing, and, 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 oh, you, and you yeah. have to highlight, go, no, because I'll be doing that because I hate that. And you sort of get a bit of like a buzz off saying how much you hate it. And then I remember landing and I was, I can't remember what job it was, but I, I really didn't like it. And as I, literally, I can, I can still close my eyes, remember when the, like, the, the wheels touched the ground on the plane, I looked out the door, I was just like, fuck this and i went immediately to like one out of ten happiness oh god yeah oh man it's the worst i remember when i had a job that i didn't really didn't like and i remember vividly knowing that i had like 17 days off at christmas and then i just remember i couldn't believe it when i was going back into work and i was like but that was all that was driving me on yeah that was all i had now that's gone yeah, if you want, if you enjoy it, because if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. That's exactly. the same, isn't it? And the problem is I love what I do, so I put too much in because I want to do so much of it, and then I don't enjoy any of it. Yeah, I think you're, you're, I think you're the kind of person that will always f- tie yourself up in a knot where you're not enjoying it again somehow, but then you have to draw yourself out of it. I'm enjoying it at the moment, Rob. I'm enjoying life at the moment, and it's yeah. making bad podcasts, but who cares? I'm happy. I think, I think it's pretty, pretty solid. I'm, I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, my takeaway wouldn't be from this. Josh is in total bliss all the time now. <laughs> okay, he yeah. our flight at 3.30am. <laughs> he, won't, he, won't, he won't sit in his seat. Um, but yeah, I don't think you need to worry about that, Josh. So ahead of the success of the crash was day one. Yeah. So my daughter was going into kids club. He, my son was going into the crash. We dropped him off at 10. They said, we'll text you if there's, you know, any issue. Sure. Aside. If I had to say the the job I'd like the least at a resort, it would be in that crash room. It looked like a living hell. <laughs> the kind of the music you'd associate with two year olds played so loudly. Do you know what's worse than a two year old is somebody else's two year old? Yeah, <laughs> and just loads of them, and all of them are like, "What the fuck am I doing in here? Where is my mum? I don't know who you are." Why? Why have you got a straight? Why is your voice strange to to what I'm used to? You're, yeah, I can't speak Greek. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> anyway, my daughter then hurt her toe, so we couldn't drop her into into kids club until she'd sorted that out. We took her up, got a plaster on her toe, dropped her in at ten past eleven. I turned turn to Rose and I say, "We've got an hour fifty now until one o'clock. Let's just enjoy it. Sit on the sun lounger." 11.15, text from the crash, you need to come and pick him up. We'd had five minutes of kid-free morning. <laughs> what's wrong? What's, what's, he just wasn't having it. Yeah, but then he had it for the rest of the days. So that was when Rose sent me a text. Day and he enjoyed it. Yeah, he loved it, to be honest. To be honest, I'm not saying that it was better than the rest of the holiday, but a few days in... Uh, in the evening, he tried to break into the crash to get back into the crash. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, because I think it's, people go on, how do you know they're actually enjoying it? But like, yeah. that, I think oh, that's he fucking loved the crash, mate. But your daughter didn't go to kids club after that? No, she wasn't that fussed about it. And we liked hanging out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we there's like, no, you don't need it for that age. We don't need it for that age. So it's much nicer to just hang out on the beach with her. To be honest, we were like, 
if you don't want to go, don't go because I want to enjoy the holiday with you. Do you mm. know what I mean? That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's plenty of people on holiday that don't want to spend time with their children. Yes, there are. That drop-off's awkward, isn't it? Because I feel like I'm a bit dubious about Kids Club. For me, it's like, if they want to go in it and they enjoy it, fine. Yeah. But as soon as my kids say, I don't like it in there, they're not going in. Whereas some people are like, exactly. I'm having that conversation. And there's another parent going, yeah, you are going in because I've got tennis in a minute. Get in there. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to play fucking tennis on holiday? Just sit down. (laughs) 35 degree heat. I'll quit going with tennis. Really? Oh my God. Um, Any other tales from the, uh, the, the holiday you want to share? Paid 35 euros for an inflatable whale. That was quite expensive. <laughs> they they do blow it up there at that place. They've got they blow like, it up. They blow it up so you can't take it home. Obviously, no one's no one's buying an inflatable whale at the hotel shop to take home and put up in their local like swimming pool. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I just gave it to another couple who just arrived. That's I quite like that. If you do buy those, passing it on. You passed yeah, it on. Yeah, I, I said keep passing it on, and imagine if we get it next year. <laughs> Well, I'm going in July, so I'll try and grab it there. If you see a way. You've you've got to go in half term next year because it's when all the footballers are there. You'll fucking love it. Well, I I don't know. I I, I feel like quite all... They'll love you. All the footballers love you. Do they? Yeah. You're the guy from Rob and Romesh, League of Their Own. (laughs) But they're all so young footballers. They're all like 22. It's It's awkward. I'm nearly 40. It is weird. And they've they've all got kids. (laughs) They're encouraged to settle down, aren't they? Are they? Very yeah. busy lives. They're playing football. They've got a wife. They've got kids. They've got mistresses. It's non-stop. <laughs> I don't know how they have the energy. They've got to be fit, those guys. Up at six. Um, so all in all, it was a it was a semi-successful holiday in that. And do you know what? You instantly only remember the good bits. That's the the fact of the matter. Yes. Are you glad you've gone, or would you? Yes. Yeah. I am. If Crash hadn't worked out, it would have been a non-starter. That's the thing, you are you are taking a risk because your son could have quite easily have just gone nap and cried every day. He's, he had a fucking brilliant time. And it was really nice when it wasn't during a meal. It's <laughs> well, just the meals were... T- the speed he ran away from the table was unbelievable. So, so afternoons, so basically you'd, you'd go into the creche, have some lunch with him, and then someone would take him back for a nap. Yeah. And then basically you can sit around the pool or whatever. But when he was around the pool, around the beach, is he just running? Yeah, he's trying to get to the shop. But it's quite nice because you're just walking along the beach following him. Do you know what I mean? You're like, you relax into that. Yeah. My step count must have been fucking incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad glad you you seem more relaxed. So maybe maybe I I was wrong in that book, but I definitely think... Four is the magic no, no, age. No, 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 it was a living hell within a day. And I totally get that if you can hit, once we hit four, it's going to be a different I just age. think holidays at the moment are so expensive as well. Like flights yeah. are insane. It's ridiculous. I just sort of feel like if you've got a two-year-old and you're like, oh, just sort of feel like, just save, what well, the money you would spend, save it. And then you can have, like, you can go proper hardcore when they're four and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, one final thing. Go on. Uh, we got there and Rose had forgotten about four different things from the packing and it was a glorious moment for me. What had she forgotten? Uh, waterproof nappies. Yeah. Crocs. And what about for the kids? <laughs> hey, this is good stuff. Yeah. Um, waterproof nappies and Crocs. 
quite key elements, I'd say, as well. But do you, do you know what, Rob? They're available to buy, so it's fine. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. You know, say what you want about Greece. They do have waterproof nappies. I've got a terrible feeling when this episode goes out that I'm going to have to do the packing for the next holiday, and it's going to be a fuck. Do you know what? I should do it as a test for the podcast. No, but you know what? There's no win there, because if you pack for the holiday and you do it really well, she'll be even more livid. Yeah. And if you don't pack well, she'll be livid because there's not the right stuff. Also, when I do my own packing, I do ask her if there's anything I've forgotten about 16 times. Yeah, I imagine, I think you're quite a heavy communicator when they're packing for holidays. You get quite excited well, no, I do about my it. packing and then I go, this is, I don't know if this is an annoying habit. <laughs> I do my packing, think I'll finish, and then I'll go, name some things that you think I've forgotten. Yeah, that is annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because it's sort of, she, you're, you're, she's sort of doing the packing for you then. Yeah. No, no, I've, I've, I've broken the back of it. So, and what did she say? Oh, you've only packed four books. You need another no, one. No, she won't go into it. She, she'll, I'll, I'll, she can't go into the, the, the snug suitcase. So I'll just say name some items, basically. You so think it should be in there. Rose does her and the kids, and you just totally your own world. Kind of, yeah. Some, oh, like my dad and that generation, my mum would have packed his clothes and also buy his clothes. That's mad, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? Like... <laughs> My dad's mum would buy my... get in there? And you've had your stuff packed for you. And you don't even know what it is. Yeah. Because like, mum's been sh- holiday shopping for dad, and then he gets it, just pulls out some shorts and a T-shirt, puts them on and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd moan going, oh, it's a bit tight, isn't it? Well, go down the fucking shop and try it on. She can't... <laughs> how does she... How does she... I buy stuff for myself, and I don't know if it fits or not. How are you supposed to know for someone else? <laughs> Bad. It's a mad, mad gen- generation leap. Yeah. There was, a, there was quite a few parenting hell fans there, should say. I oh, was there. Any troublemakers? Uh, no. One person came up to me and talked to me and then said, um, I wouldn't have come up to Rob because um, I know he doesn't like people coming up to him, but I thought it was safe with you. That's nice. I thought, Rob's got it fucking made, eh? Well, he's no, got a reputation as... No, as, I just... I don't mind people coming and say hello, but not when I'm with my kids on holiday, really. No. Like, not... In a shower. Well, no, I don't mind, like, if it's a normal chat. But what I would say is, though, like, I am a friendly person. I make friends on holiday and chat. But if if anyone comes up to me and goes, oh, I really like the podcast, that bit with there, that you and Josh really could have a photo. I'm like, yeah, of course, and I'll do that. But I find it very difficult to make a friend with that person after that encounter. Yes. Whereas if someone else is just like, oh, right, you know, having a good day or whatever, oh, is that your kid? Or like playing, just how you'd normally have a chat. I still don't know how you make holiday friends. I don't know how you do that, Rob. No, but if it's just a normal conversation, then you can have an all, but if someone has a photo, then it makes it weird. It's hard yeah, yeah. to start off, you know, it's, you, start, you come at it from a weird point. It's why people that, you know, like single people that end up meeting their partners at, at, after gigs. Oh, my word. I'm like, that's a weird, that's a weird that's dynamic a, to start a, life that off. That is a strange. We met because they were a fan of me. <laughs> Where did you meet? Well, basically, she followed me on Instagram for six months and then found out where I used to go shopping. And then she popped in and said hello. We had a couple of photos and then uh, it just blossomed from there. The main thing we've had in common is we both love me. So uh, <laughs> We really bonded over that, actually. Yeah, yeah we're know. both huge fans uh, Just my narcissism needed some backup. <laughs> um, Rob, yeah. shall we finish off with some emails? Or have you got anything to tell me about your life? Um, not really, I don't think. It's sort of like all the house move stuff. It's sort of a bit like, um, you know, when it's like nothing's funny when you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a funny, it's like... Yeah. It's just like, 
boxes and there's just stuff everywhere. And then I just cut like, and then you just find stuff and there's just shit everywhere. We're still not done and we're five years in. What, there's still boxes you haven't unpacked? No, but there's still stuff where we're like, oh, we should do that. Do you know what I mean? Well, like- yeah. So I, I was getting a bit down about it where I was like, oh, that needs to be looked at or that we need to do that. We need to do that. And I think sometimes you get so obsessed about what you need to do, you forget what you've done. Because yeah. you've like ticked it off in your head, so trying to be a bit calmer. But um, yeah, no, not really. The kids, are, kids are all good. They're in sc- just in school, really busy with birthday parties. We've got holiday coming up in July. Um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, just sort of ticking along, really. No major. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh, oh no, this happened. I don't know if I told you this. Yeah. Um, uh, what the teacher's gone off on maternity leave, so there's a new teacher in for the last term. <laughs> she came out and said to Lou, "Oh, hello." Um, I believe uh, you're the class rep. I need to let the, all the parents know something or other. Um, Lou went, no, 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 that's my husband, Rob. She went, yeah, I've been told that as well, but everyone just said it's basically you. <laughs> that's not okay, is it? No. That's bang out of order. Yeah. So do you think, do you, do you agree with that that analysis? No. Lou, Lou organised a Christmas present for the teachers that I didn't do when because I, I was working. But apart from that, I've been forwarding on all the WhatsApp messages yeah, that's just the because the job isn't that demanding, apart yeah. from I do know. Do you know what's happened? Though? I feel a bit like Donald Trump. You know, when he got in, there's certain things I think I should be doing, but the other parents have sort of gone. He probably won't be able to do that, or won't do it, or will forget. So let's just take that away from him, and we'll just get on with it. Yeah. So I feel like I'm yeah, a bit yeah. like right. a, I'm yeah, there yeah. in as the as the figurehead, but I'm not actually doing anything. And they yeah, go, like oh, just tell him, just tell him, yeah, Boris, Donald Trump type. Just tell him that he has to forward on the Whaps and he'll do that, and he feel yeah. like he's doing a job. So, but I'm quite happy with that actually. You know, I'm, I'm happy to accept that as my fate. But um, oh yeah, that was that they needed um class helpers to parent volunteers to go on a school trip to like Drusilla's Park or something like that, which is, that's a, that is a serious, like long day of that is at a zoo. Yeah. Um, and uh, they needed two. And then I sent it on the fa- parents group, no replies, absolutely nothing. Right. And then the uh, text went out to see what dads wanted to play football on the Sunday. <laughs> Loads of replies. <laughs> All from dads. And then I went back onto parent group. I went, uh, lads, uh, not getting much, uh, much, much traffic on the parent group about the uh, school trip, but you want to play football? Just saying that. And then they were all like, <laughs> Yeah, no, nothing major to report from that. We've got I'm solo parenting for three or four days when Lou goes to watch Beyonce in Amsterdam. So I'm sure oh. plenty to report there. And then next week we'll have come back from Glastonbury. So that's something to look forward to. Yes, or is that the one after we'll have recorded that. God knows. Who knows anymore, Rob? What's that noise? Uh the police. Oh, don't get that round my way. Now I'm in the countryside. No. So it's very calm. No, exactly. I'll tell you what I'm doing a lot of though, pulling over. Pulling over in the little oh, lanes. Oh yeah. You must have been. Did you miss that from the countryside, pulling over? Uh, not pulling hugely. In, pulling in the bit, bit. Yeah, yeah, well, you go in. You want to get really close to the bush, but not but not touch it. Oh, well, I don't want to talk then about it. Then I'll get in the car and start driving. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really good, actually. <laughs> I really enjoyed Joe that. Joe it's really good fun. Um, all right, let's do a quick correspondence and small business. and then. Um, okay, you do a correspondence, then I'll get my small business ready. Okay, here we go. Burnt genitalia fail. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is a fail. Hi guys, I just had to reach out and tell you. I was trying to burn story. my genitalia, but failed. <laughs> you, could, you should come around and pop it on my light. <laughs> I had to reach out and tell you this story after something you mentioned on the podcast. It was a story about a woman touching her husband's penis with oven gloves after getting something out of the oven. So here's my tale for you. Years ago, my cousin put something in the oven. 
I remember oh, that well. when she grabbed his knob. Yeah. And the... <laughs> <laughs> Years ago, my cousin put something in the oven. It's worth pointing out the oven door opened from the top and then jumped in the shower. When he got out, he put on his dressing gown and went to check his dinner. As he's squatting down to check the food, his balls stuck to the hot glass. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, oh my God. Ah. This is, a, this is a, yeah, I get it. Top down, so he's like a bake-off oven on the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. How low are his balls? Oh my <laughs> word. So he's, he's straddled, he's basically squatted over the, the door of the oven. And his and pendulous testicles have landed. wobbly low nuts. As he squatted down to check the food, his balls stuck to hot glass. He had to peel them off and go to hospital with them in a pint, in a pint glass of ice. Oh my God. Red balls oh and red face. God. Thanks for the last Ellie and Cornwall. They're fucking weird. It's Cornwall for you, isn't it? Oh, damn. There it's you a go. Down place. there. It's you a down there place. with old red nuts. <laughs> Jamie Red Nuts. Oh, Jamie Red Nuts in his sketches and a dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is awful! Um, we'll do, we've had loads of correspondence, so we'll do we'll do some correspondence yeah. episodes. Some more of them coming up. Um, right, small business. What you got, Josh? Hi, Rob and Josh, long-term listener here. I listened since day one, even though I had no kids. I have one kid now, a four-month-old, so I'm in the trenches, as you would say. I want you to see if you give a shout out to my best friend, small business. She's a photographer who takes photos of babies and kids of all ages. She started her business in lockdown whilst on maternity leave and works like a powerhouse whilst raising two beautiful boys. Her style is beautiful and she has so many returning customers because she gives so much time and works so hard. She's based in Essex, Billericay to be exact, has a studio at the end of her garden. She spends all her time taking and editing her photos that wanted to try and help her with some exposure. Her Instagram is at little pickles, plural, photo, little pickles photo. Thanks, Sam. Lovely stuff. I've got this one here. Um, this is Hannah in Surrey near Dorking. Hi, Joshua Rob. I would really appreciate a small business shout out for my mother-in-law's dyslexia testing centre. She bit the bullet and quit her job and set it up recently. If you're looking for a dyslexia assessment for children or adults, then check out her website, dyslexiatestcentre.co.uk. Um, dyslexia, D-Y-S-L-E-X-I-A, which is an absolute joke of a spelling for people with dyslexia. They've <laughs> yeah, got to change that. It's, a, it's an old cliched observational comedy joke, but it's a fucking joke of a word. Yeah. Dyslexiatestcenter.co.uk. I know that your podcast reaches far and wide and all the assessments are run online, so it can be accessed anywhere in the world. Can't wait to see you sexy beasts at the O2. Oh, this is an old message, especially as I get the night <laughs> off from my three-year-old and six-month-old twins. That's Hannah in Surrey. Dorking, um, dyslexia test Thank you very much for listening. I'll see you Yawning. next time, Josh. Yawning, sorry. It's too chilled now, right. aren't you? Just too chilled. See you tomorrow. Tomorrow? All right, Friday. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>